Hello and welcome along to the latest edition of the FounderCast, brought to you by our friends at uh, SoundCloud, who you should go and check out, www.soundcloud.com. There's some amazing uh, music on there, also uh, other podcasts and various different things that, that you should uh, go and have a look with. My guest uh, this week is Mills from Us2, Chief Wonka, uh, oh, yes. the guys behind Whale Trail and a whole bunch of, of other apps and <clears throat> a whole bunch of stuff that you probably see every day that you're not necessarily sure or aware that, that they've worked on. So, yeah, Mills, thanks for taking the time. Thank you very much for turning up. So, tell me a little bit about the kind of backstory to all this. I mean, we'll touch on and, and talk a lot more about kind of whale trail and games and stuff yep. like that, but, you know, where, where did us two start what out? Where is us two? Yeah. Good question. <clears throat> well, it's eight years old now. Yeah. Uh, I guess a lot of people don't know that. And, I mean, the name us two uh, stems from the fact that it was started by me, Mills, and uh, my best mate, Sinks, yeah. the two of us. Um, and over eight years, we've grown it, uh, the company, to over 107, I think, at the last count. Big studio in London, where we are today, the Studio of Dreams. Um, about a 30-person studio over in Malmo. And we're next week, or the week after, pretty much open the New York studio, the sort of final dots and T's are on, uh, on that contract. So we, you know, since myself, uh, always started out wanting to build a company that, you know, gave us access to great projects, really. It was all about that. It was never about the money. It was never sort of, let's, you know, this is how we're going to make our money. It was just... Um, we, were, we fell in love with the idea of um, product user interface while we were working with the likes of Sony and Sony Ericsson all those years, about 10 years or so back. And um, we also fell in love with the idea of having a, a place where you've got, you fill it with great people. You can have a great laugh with, and I think, you know, you're here today and you can feel there's, a, there's an energy and there's a, there's a buzz, probably because it's Friday in the week. <laughs> no, but we always wanted a place where, you know, you're going to spend most of your life at the studio. So, you know, don't make it feel corporate, feel very real, you know, sing to myself. We're best mates with pretty much everyone here. We don't run it like a business. Um, naturally, we've had to change it over the years. You know, when you're 107 people, you can't. It's not the same that it was when we were two people sitting in a, in my kitchen. But um, this place is it's designed to, to, as a breeding ground for for great ideas and great projects. And um, a lot of people, I suppose, start to know of us over the last few years because of our kind of. I think our voice, really, our, our ability to get out there, talk about uh, our own IP uh, app ventures, that I call them. Um, we're very open with the, the, you know, everything we do. It's not I don't hide behind any figures. You know, we we coined this word "successfailure," which is successful failure, um, which I have certainly had to coin because I haven't been extremely <laughs> successful in terms of releasing our own products and actually monetizing them. But um, what 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 we do? is we believe that by investing, I think this year or last year, it was £650,000 of the, of the client services profit uh, goes into a, a team that are able to focus purely on releasing products we want to release, uh, WorldTrail, for example. Mm. And then what we do is we, we use the information, the data we get back from that to, to, to help to upsell to clients, but equally to kind of share with the community, the development community, the design community around us. Yeah, the, the, the honesty thing is, is one thing I really wanted to talk about because on Twitter you've been incredibly honest about sales figures and, yeah. and various different things about, <laughs> yeah. about whale trail where yeah. you know i think we were talking a little bit earlier on the, the temptation for a lot of people when they start a company or when they start ventures to kind of clap their hands together and go you know it's like the homer simpson thing i'll just hide under this pile of coats and everything will be fine or go everything is brilliant you know everything is fine go to sleep america whereas you've been very honest and open about you know we spent this much money this is the return that we've had you know this hasn't worked quite as well as as we've thought i mean a it must have won you 
a lot of fans. But you know, I mean, was it was that a conscious decision that you made to be that honest, or was it something that just came naturally? I mean, I think that I, I pretty much remember getting into Twitter about three years ago, and when we released our first um, our first app, Stepping, and then Mouthful after that, which has been a fairly fairly mm. big commercial success. Um, if you want a mouth replacement app, a cartoon, one of that, um, I, I realised that no one was really, well, not no one that I was able to find was really being very open about their figures. And I think at the same time, the gold rush was there. Everyone talking about the success of, of, of certain developers. And of course, undoubtedly, there are massive successes. Uh, I know a lot of them. Um, but at the same time, it's not that easy for the majority of us. And I think being honest about the realities of app development, um, it helps to kind of, well, for one, it, I believe it builds our brand as a, as a studio that gives a shit. Um, but also, I think, I think it's fun. I, I, when I was at school, I never really liked listening to, this, to the teachers. When I was at college, I didn't do any work, but I, I was pretty much known as the guy that came out with all the nicknames for people. I was kind of good at getting people together, the right groups of people together. I was not necessarily the person that actually did any work, but I knew how to build communities. And I think equally with Twitter, I'm kind of building a community around my, you know, the Mills Us to Twitter handle that kind of, is literally living every day of building a company on Twitter. Uh, you know, I, I'm kind of being how I want other people to be. You know, I follow other people that I grew up loving or, or, I, or I love their companies. And I, you know, I would appreciate, I appreciate what I talk about and I know others do as well. And it's just, I know, being honest, it's fun, isn't it? I mean, with Welltrail, there was a high chance that it wouldn't be commercially successful. Yeah. And, it, and it wasn't commercially successful, but it was massively successful in terms of, of exposure in terms of telling the story, you know, we, you know, not we basically went to the to the Guardian on the first weekend with our full disclosure of of, of, of downloads. I think we did about thirty thousand over mm. the first few days. We had a, a documentary that we had made, like a fifteen minute documentary or mockumentary about the kind of our kind of lead up to releasing the game, which was kind of uh, full of laughs, but also very real. If you're mm. you know if you're an aspiring app developer, you watch that video, you're going to know the realities. Um, I just want to have fun with that. I don't want rules. I mean, one of the reasons I don't personally get involved in the client side anymore of this business, which is obviously the, uh, the money-earning side of it, and we work in huge, exciting brands, um, is I find it very difficult to be told what I can say and what I can't. You know, with own IP, it's my money that I'm putting into this, where I think this as well and the company's end. I can be as honest as I want. I just think honesty is great. People should it'd be more interested. In some ways, it's easier to be honest about failure than it is about success because I think success if we were successful world trial I dare say people think we're bragging yeah. so I hope just people I hope the day we become successful people remember all the bragging we did about <laughs> being unsuccessful uh, how much kind of inbound stuff do you get then from say younger developers or people who are just starting out who I mean obviously as you said it's not easy I mean if you're in the you know it's like the, the 1% and the 99% you know I mean yeah. if you're not in the 1% you don't make an awful lot of money you know there are new ways of starting to make money that are, that are coming out but yeah. I mean how much kind of inbound requests for help do you get or, or just even people coming to you and going I have this idea I have this demo what do you think I mean you must get a lot of it. yeah I mean being quite vocal and quite loud and uh, building a, a, a good brand around us means inevitably we get you know clients or, or big companies coming to us with app ideas you know and I think it's almost one of the most soul-destroying things on earth to hear is someone's pitching you their app idea when they don't have any money either. I mean, you know, we have app ideas and hence we built a company that allowed us to actually bring those app ideas uh, to the fore. Um, I think what I try to promote massively in the sort of succeeding talks I do at conferences is that going after money is very difficult. Okay, 
you're going to get like a, you know, a massive smash here that's going to make millions, obviously the angry birds of this world. Mm. But we're all not all going to be like that. So I think you need to be hopeful that you're going to get other things outside of money. And that's what I believe you got with Welltrail. Yeah. Um, with Welltrail, okay, we didn't make, we spent about 250000 now because we're working on a huge update mm. again. We've done two updates already. Um, and we have made about £80,000 back at the moment. But what we have done is we've we've put, positioned us two in the gaming world, which is yeah. massive for me. We weren't, we couldn't have been taken seriously to, to other gamers, to indies, up to big brands. Now they know who we are, um, which is massive for us. We get invited to conferences a lot, so it allows us to tell our story to to, to the other industry people. Um, you know, we, we've built up a huge repertoire with all the journalists, now the mm. game journalists, so that now when we're building um, our next games, we know now how to feed in uh, you know, the games to the right people. Equally, people are interested by what we're doing now. So I think when people come, like, you know, if young people come to us with ideas, I always try to be very open as much as I can, just be honest with them. The reality is, I mean, the reality is that it's not going to probably be the next Angry Birds, but if you don't make it, you're going to have nothing. So yeah, always go for it. The, uh, I mean, the, the old Irish lottery slogan is, if you're not in, you can't win. But, I, I mean, it's, it's very it's, true. It's true, isn't it? Like, it's true. If we hadn't bothered two or three years ago to say, right, we're going to have a 10-person a team focusing purely on our own products, we wouldn't have those products. Okay, we would have had more money, but at the same time, we have, we've actually proved that big, big brand clients have come to us because of the fact that we yeah. are seen to be so proficient in spending our own money in the app game. And what was that decision like? I mean, was it a difficult one? Was it a lot of talks about, you know, okay, because the temptation obviously would be for a lot of people to go, well, we have this much money, we could take it as a dividend or we could do yeah. all these different things. And if you look at, you know, a lot of creative agencies and people who are out there, they have, you know, piles and piles of money that obviously goes out as payments to their shareholders yeah. and it doesn't harness the resources of the creative people that they have there. You've obviously gone down the opposite route, but was that a tough decision to make? Um, I, I think one of the beauties about us too is that, and probably one of the failings is that I don't think anything's ever actually been kind of uh, conceived in advance. It just happens. You know, things myself fell into this game really 10 years ago when we left college, fell into interaction design. Um, and then started the company because we always wanted to start a company, but we never thought we were going to grow to be a 107-person company. And I think naturally, I think the iPhone was clearly was the game changer for us. All of a sudden, it meant that there's kind of sort of own IP projects that we were doing that pretty much stay on on the server, mm. or they were sort of little flash demos, or they might go on the web. All of a sudden, we had this go-to place to actually distribute that had a distribution mechanism to go all around the world. And I think. It's like a drug in many ways. Um, of course, I don't condone drug usage, but um, uh, it's it's like a drug. Like it's all of a sudden, getting that immediate feedback from real time users is amazing. And I think I remember I remember if we were stepping our first semi game. Um, one of the best reviews I ever read was I had more fun wiping the fingerprints from my screen than playing the actual game itself, and it was just incredible. <laughs> the reality like really hit home. Wow, we're you know all of a sudden your game has to be upped massively. You know the the app store, the uh, the reviewers can be harsh, really mm. harsh, and I think um, you've got to. And uh, but everything we've done over the last three years has been moving towards this kind of idea that the money we're spending is better spent every time. All the learnings we we released, um, every app we we release. We learn more and we put mm. that learning to the next step. And I think Welltrail was definitely a massive, is, a, is our best release today. Yeah. And I believe the updates we're doing to it are making it better again. I think the next game we release off this will be even better again. So, but yeah, coming back to your actual question, um, we believe with us too that the selling point of us too is the fact that it's as transfixed and as excited about client services, i.e., user experience for big, big tech brands, etc., fashion brands, 
as we are about spending the money we earn from that on our own projects. Mm. We don't just want to be a game studio. We don't just want to be a surface design studio. We want to actually be the first of its kind where ultimately 50% of our revenue is coming from both sides. As it stands, it's about 99.9% .9 to 0.1, but um, I'm still in the job. Well, it's baby steps, I mean, I think with any of these things as well. As you said, it is a learning process. And, you know, again, we were talking a little bit earlier on about the, you know, the story of, oh, well, we were just about to go under, and then suddenly this smash hit came along and saved everyone. And, you know, we slayed a dragon and rescued the princess and all these kind of things. But, yeah. I mean, tell us a little bit the, the, the story about Whale Trail and where the kind of concept came from. And, and what's that process like? Because it's obviously... I mean, it's it's no surprise that the design is amazing and that the gameplay is, is, is brilliant, but to get from here's the idea to yeah. here's the release, like how long was that process and what was it like? Um, we were kind of fairly vocal in, in terms of saying that, you know, we we were a non-gaming company making games. Granted, we did have a, you know, we have people here that have had experience in making games before, but as a, you know, as a company focus, you know, we're a user experience studio. And I think... At the beginning of uh, 2011, we released um, an app called Nursery Rhymes with Storytime, which was a big, again, a big successor here. Again, mm. Apple promoted it as Game of the Week in the US, UK. Uh, sorry, not Game iPad App of the Week in the US and the UK. Um, we made an experience that um, disrupted the traditional book publishing world. In that, we as a UI UX studio made uh, an experience that we believe traditional publishers should have been uh, making. You know, why did uh, us as a design studio have to make an interactive experience that, in a book world, that they couldn't make? And we learned a lot from that. And I think it, we made something that is, I believe, and a lot of other people believe, is one of the most beautiful experiences on the iPad. It's, you know, it just visually is absolutely mm. stunning. And um, we won a lot of praise for that. But we only sold around about 30,000 downloads. And that's not because... It was bad, it just the market wasn't necessarily there for a kind of very beautiful, traditional looking nursery rhyme book. And what we're fighting here, or certainly I am, is I want to reach more people now. Mm. I think, you know, the, the fact of the matter is the tools are out there, i.e., the different platforms like Android and, and Apple's pla um, app platforms, to reach millions and millions of people. And I, we want to meet millions and millions of people. Um, it's not about making money, it's about reaching loads of people. And as a byproduct of reaching loads of people, the chances are you can attach money to that, and yeah. hence we can invest more and more. So I think we made a conscious decision about midway, well, uh, about sort of midway through or sort of beginning of 2011 to say, well, we're going to focus on a game. Now, what we'd done in the past was I think we had definitely been, um, we had released some products, Instrumental comes to mind, which you could say is about shining shit. It looked visually brilliant. It was very wacky. It was kind of fairly innovative in that you could create sort of these sort of wacky compositions and video and then uh, send this musical video up to YouTube. Um, but no one really bought it. I think we made about eight grand. Yeah. We spent about 80 grand. Um, and what we knew then from all our learnings is that if we could, we, we're very good as a design studio, that's our heritage. Mm. If we can make a product or a game that actually inherently the, the actual core mechanic was good, you know, when it's just nothing, then you could build on that and build yeah. a story around that. And that's what we did with Weltra. The guys probably spent about two months uh, just prototyping. There was no real, like, you've got to make Weltra. Guys, you've got time to make, we want to make a game. We want to make an endless runner. We were kind of into mm. endless run. We had to be, we're not trying to make a AAA title in terms of like a um, Infinity Blade. Mm. We want to make something that's about, um, we call it toys or toilet cash or something you can whip out in the toilet and have a play. We want to do that. Um, <laughs> And I think after a few months, we pretty much, the, the guys, there's about two or three of them working on this prototyping. 
we had these sort of green light documents. They had to kind of re-pitch into us and sort of mm. say, this is why we want to make it, and this is why we think it'll be good. And, and, and this, yeah, simple, this simple fly mechanic came around. Uh, you know, there was a more about this loop the loop. It was the loop the loop mm. mechanic was the bit that got us excited. We had this little dot. Um, and then we sort of said, just built from that really, and we kind of iterated the process over about five months really, mm. where um, we're not, I think where it got really exciting for us is that <clears throat> for once we got out of our little bubble of just like, if we, we believe we know how to make great things and hence everyone in the world will like it. And actually we started doing a lot of user testing. So mm. we probably had about six or seven user testing sessions from external people who would come into the studio, sit and we'd actually listen to them. Mm. And that helped to really inform our decisions. Uh, equally, I think where a big success for me personally was that um, using social media, which is kind of, I hate saying that, but we had uh, 300 beta testers around the world who, mm. who agreed that they would be very vocal in, in testing the game. Uh, so they had three iterations of the game. They had early access to the game that no one else did. By now, there was quite a buzz about World Trail. Yeah. And, you know, I know it's like if you get like, if you're, you feel like you're, you've been chosen to test something that's not out in the public domain, you feel good about yeah. that. And they were, they, you know, they had to give us critical feedback. We didn't want them just to be like, oh, we love it. Yeah. But you know, what it meant is that actually that was our big success. They talked quite openly about it on Twitter. I think we pretty much said you might, you know, you, you have to at least talk about it a bit. Yeah. That you're at least testing the game, and it meant that journalists started coming to us. Mm. So we've heard about this bloody world trust filling up our feeds. Uh, can we have a build up as well? Yeah. And that kind of got really into that journalist world. Yeah, because I mean, the, the the critical reaction to it was was incredible. I mean, I think the reviews were were overwhelmingly positive. I mean, that must have been that must have been brilliant. But yeah. in terms of the actual release itself, I mean, what was that like? I mean, you were obviously sitting kind of watching the counter tick up. I mean, were you? I mean, we were you, I mean, is there, I think when anyone releases a project that's kind of like their baby, there's always an expectation that it's going to fly, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think we're not stupid enough to believe it would have, but I do believe we, we had a lot of heart. I mean, Apple were really behind it. They liked yeah. it a lot. Um, people within the industry that I really, that have made big hits before all around mm. the world have been following it and believed and had since told me that they believed it was, it had, it, they thought it was going to be the next big thing. Mm. It kind of had the right ingredients. It, yeah. it was kind of an ex a natural, there was there had been nothing that came out too near it that, that, was, that was going to detract from what it was. And I think we believed it had a chance to do well, but mm. I do believe at the core of it, it's a lovely game. Yeah. Looking back now, and I've been kind of actually having a bit of a discussion with like Nicholas Loveland and so is that, it was an MVP, a minimum viable product in many ways. It was this simple, endless runner, the first mm. one we released. And actually, I believe we, you know, we got a few, not wrong, people definitely liked it. We had, oh, pretty much for the first time ever, we got five-star reviews pretty yeah. much across the board. We had thousands of five-star reviews within the first weeks or two. Um, but I think we just made something that was too joyful. There wasn't really any compelling reason to continually come back to it in a way that I think um, users of today want. Um, People want this mini achievement. They need that yeah. satisfaction, that pocket satisfaction. And we made something that ultimately, if you were good, you could probably play for seven or eight minutes. And I actually think that, well, I know that if you've got a high score and you want to try to beat it, you had to think, Christ, do I have seven or eight minutes? Yeah. So I think we iterated fairly soon afterwards um, because, and we were very open about it. Again, we were getting 12,000, 30,000 down today for the mm. first few days. All of it, we got to, we were actually before Apple's, um, before Apple's promotion kicked in, we got to number six in the UK purely by kind of the, the buzz we had created. Yeah. And we got to US 25. It didn't get any further than 25 in the US, which I was fairly surprised about. But um, 
we, we, when we iterated again, when we basically added these little 32 extra mm. challenge levels, 30 second buy so chunks, people really liked it a lot more than, you know, we got a spike again in sales. And I just wished we had done that at launch. I know it's very easy. To, I mean, MVP, yeah. the point of it is that you keep adding. But I believe that we were very good at getting a huge amount of exposure around a game. Mm. And we didn't have the final product there. And I think in that case, I think MVP falls down because yeah. it doesn't matter. Two or th well, a month or two later, we had this extension. Um, you're not going to be able to get that big hit again. Yeah. We added another one again a month later. We also added the Android version, which was a yeah. big success as well for a while. But I think... Um, Ultimately, we believe this next iteration is the real one. Yeah, that's what I was going to say because there's there's a new version coming out. I mean, can you tell us a little bit about what what's coming or what's on the? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think the, the thing that I believe is lacking it. We've created an, a, a kind of a niche game that I think is a beautiful property. I think people love it. I think well, the 170,000 people who download it oh. certainly like it. Sadly, not the rest of the six billion <laughs> in the world. Oh, they haven't seen it. I hope. Um, I think what we've gone back to, we've kind of gone back to sort of the root of the game and trying to think about ways to kind of keep people drawn to the game, keep people coming back again. So this idea that Willow, who's the main character, um, the idea that you can level him up. So you mm. can be playing uh, to earn points that convert to some sort of currency that allow you to upgrade Willow, <clears throat> that allow you to maybe buy some other costumes to go with Willow. Because who doesn't want a, uh, you know, a Terminator version of Willow or a, a zombie version of Willow? Yeah. Or, and then equally, maybe to buy some other characters along the side of that. Um, so that's kind of how we're thinking. Now, the, at the initial launch, I, I intend to keep that price point still 69p at the beginning, but have this ability to, to use in-app purchase in a, in a far more intelligent way mm. for those that want to. And then, of course, we always do have that, 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 I, that um, chance to release as a freemium yeah. product if we want. And I think it's inevitable that's a kind of last hurrah for yeah. us that we would go out as a freemium product. And tell us, I mean, obviously without naming names, I mean, you, you had a, a couple of approaches fairly, fairly early on, yeah. um, you know, to... to not just from people who were interested, but from people who actually wanted to buy it, right? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I think, again, that salient part for me is that um, we've had so many interesting things that have come about because of Wild Trail, and, as a, and not because of the money or lack of money we've made, but just because of the quality of the property, the fact we've made something that's fairly lovable. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we had very early on, we had two... Uh, two proper, well, pretty proper acquisition offers to, mm. to take the IP of the property, which is the interesting thing for me. Take the IP... One of the, or well, both in fact, were, were intended to rejig the game, something that we've actually started to do already. Mm. So I think, you know, that's why we're, we decided to not go any further down that route. But the nice thing was they saw something in it. They saw something in the story. They saw something in the sort of, in, yeah, in just the whole makeup of Wild Trail that could go beyond the game itself. And um, yeah, that, it, was, it was just <clears throat> the people that did it were people I massive respect. And I think that's another pat on the back. We've mm. made something that, that got out there. And I, I dare say there's a, hundreds of thousands of games out there that have released that have made a lot more money in the world show, but possibly are, no one knows about it. They're pretty anonymous. And yeah. for me, as weird as it sounds, I'm more interested in people knowing about the studio and about the, the, the work we do than the money itself. The money doesn't really interest me. I mean, yeah. of course, it would be great to have some money as well. But I mean, in terms of that, I mean, how much do you think you've you've got a lot of inbound kind of traffic from the, say, the more kind of client services side <laughs> as a as a result of releasing Welsh and a lot more awareness? Definitely. I mean, on the most basic, on the most basic level, uh, you know, clients have kids or clients like yeah. games. I think games. Again, we want to move into games because there's a heritage of game lovers here, but also mm. because. I think games is so universal. You know, if you make a niche product like a Nurse Rhymes app or if you made it like Instrumental or Mouth Off, it's a niche 
it's a niche yeah. audience. Games are fairly wide now. I think you know a, a flying whale, very happy flying, joyful whale through the skies of a psychedelic world is is pretty uh, is pretty generic. So mm. um, you know we can get more. So I think. I think it's important for us. You know, we work for a lot of tier one investment banks, yeah. uh, creating trading systems for them. Complete opposite end of the spectrum to making games. Mm. But the success of this studio to me is that we have a contradiction that we play off. We can be a studio that does tra a tier one investment bank trading systems, but we can also be the studio yeah. that invests in whale trail. And I won't stop until uh, we make it. I do believe this next iteration coming out has a chance to not only monetize, but actually to reach those users. And yeah. I think, you know, the if we were to go free, ultimately, it's a big enough property to actually get a lot of interest to get some serious downloads from people. And and you know, at the moment, we're getting huge benefits to our studio because of the hundred and fifty thousand or whatever downloads we've mm. had. If we are to have one hundred fifty thousand downloads a day at free, yeah. there's more chances to have some sort of something out of the, you know that just comes out of nowhere. In terms of, I mean, the, the, the other interesting thing, obviously, is that it's, and we see more and more of it now, Angry Birds talking about doing a movie and draw something, talking about yeah. their own TV show, which is really interesting. I mean, the idea of competing live on television, drawing something on your iPad, so I mean, it's, it's kind of quite nifty. I mean, I was in Korea years ago, and you would watch, they had entire TV stations dedicated to people playing StarCraft against each other in real time. It's crazy. You know, the pretend, <clears throat> but it strikes me that the way Willow is designed and the whole Whale Trail game is designed, that, you know, Outside of just the, the pure game, there must be there must be massive opportunities. Yeah, I mean, again, I think uh, something we'll be talking about, uh, you know, we'll be going to press with next week is that we've had big interest from a very big traditional publisher. So I talked about disrupting before, and I got a name out there in terms of actually creating something that's very much of their of their world, mm -hmm. traditional you know, book world, telling stories. Well, actually, in us doing a few talks recently about sort of Welch and the story of why we made it and the story of. Willow and his backstory of this little whale that had to escape the sea to escape the evil um, Baron von Barry and fly to this psychedelic world has, has really resonated with uh, one of these publishers. And uh, you know, next week, exciting news coming out. And I think for me again, that's it's like another notch to sort of to go to the indie world really and to sort of say, okay, we didn't make loads of money. Don't be disheartened. I know that a lot of people were following like, oh, Whale Trail, it's, it's a beautiful game. It's been, everything's pretty much right. It should do well. It didn't do well. There must That means none of us can do well. That's not true. Whale Trail didn't do well because of, we probably didn't make a good enough game. But I think the nice thing is when we release the news next week, I think there's so much in the idea of like make a game and then there's so many things that can come because of that. Yeah. That's the exciting thing for me. It's like, games are almost like at the beginning now, are there sort of, are not the things you make at the end. Yeah, they're actually the things that we were talking about before, like yeah. our start, our, where the entertainment starts from. It's incredible. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's been a massive sea change in a reasonably short you know, period of time when you consider you know, the iPhone SDK only came out a couple of years ago. You know, Android, uh, on Android actually, I mean, that's, that's kind of an interesting one. I mean, was, yeah. obviously it's an easy decision to make to publish on Android, but at the same time there are, problems that, that, that come along with that. I mean, how did you find the, the process? Um, <coughs> we actually partnered with another company um, oh. to take off this kind of, to, to take away the um, the development part. I mean, we did work, we worked uh, with them, but um, it, it, you know, we'd already made a property. We didn't, we knew we could build it again, but we, you know, I didn't want to invest, you know, uh, to make a complete rewrite of the mm. game again. Um, it's been actually a really, really interesting ride, and again for us, it's very important for us that we're able to kind of explore other 
other platforms as well, yeah. not just the iOS. And I think Android, when we first released, we were pleasantly surprised. I haven't really been that vocal about the figures because we're kind of still gathering them, really. And I think it's unfair that we haven't had, we're still hoping, I believe, we will get some some Google promotion, yeah. which really is that, you know, when we released WorldTrack, we had the full-on 78 mm. countries from Apple. So it's very hard to compare. At the moment, yeah. Not fair, but we were able to get around three or 4,000 downloads mm. um, over the first weekend just from yeah. PR alone yeah. um, for an anticipation. So I was really excited by that. Um, it's it's different. Um, it's certainly it's 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 not as clean. You know, there's a lot, obviously a lot more. There's a lot more open discussion with users who have problems with different devices. But it's getting better by the yeah. time you know the fact that they you know they're spending more time and effort on their on their marketplace is Google Play. I think Google now. Play. Yeah, it's only getting better. And for us, I think the important thing is actually is to have is to see Wildtra not as an iOS hit or miss, but actually as a property that. Uh, can work across every yeah. platform, and we've had you know a number of uh, of other big manufacturers come to us and be very interested in taking that to their platform. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next week we're going to expand it outside of games, and I think you know Android was our first moving to expand it outside of the platform, and there's mm. a few other manufacturers and platforms we're tempted to take it to as well. Cool. Uh, moving away, I guess, from Whale Trail specifically. I mean, yeah. one problem and one big issue I guess that a lot of people have been talking about on, on Twitter and elsewhere recently is, is this whole thing of people cloning games and, yeah. and, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of uh, what, what we could kind of colloquially call dodgy shit going on and, uh, in, in, like that, in yeah. the app store at the, the least, moment. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah that's, been, that's been you know very polite. Um, and whether it's cloning or whether it's gaming the rankings or any of those kind of things. Like I mean, obviously in the position that you're in it's, it's a pain in the arse. You know, but if you're a small you know, indie developer who's relying on some level of, you know, transparency or, yeah. or you know, honesty, it must be a massive pain in the arse if you don't have the kind of backing of a, a studio that's that's bringing in, you know, revenues. Yeah. We've seen it with Temple Run, we've seen it with a whole bunch of, of different yeah. games. I mean, are there whale trail clones out there? You know, have well, you seen sadly, that? I mean, I remember someone saying to us, I remember with Android especially, um, well, in fact, on iOS, you know, very quickly it was out, out of the... Out of the blocks, it was it was um, pirated, and I think mm. I remember someone saying to me, "Well, Mills, if they don't pirate your game, it's almost more." I mean, yeah, you know, it's almost worse because you haven't you haven't made sense good enough. I think you know, for a new IP, you could argue that pirating these are the guys that are not going to spend money anyway. So there's a hope that you know that they're going to help to virally spread your game. Mm. You know, it's a very far out there concept, but I think you know if you're a big Call of Duty, then it massively hurts you if you get priority because you've got something that people want. But you know, we're trying to build something brand new. Yeah. Um, sadly, there is no clones of Well Trail. There are definitely games where you could believe that some inspiration has come from what we've done, but mm. it's nothing that we haven't necessarily done with other yeah. games. I think everything's been inspired by. You know, it's a game. The beauty of this new app world is that. Every day you could download hundreds of games and, yeah. and, and fill your brain with the stuff that naturally is going to somehow filter into a game. I think, <coughs> I think you know, if you get your temper on, they got what are they cloning like four or five times, not so much the concept of the game, but it's like the icon of cloning, or yeah, which is it's real arsehole, of course, but it brings more and more, more awareness to them. And you know, in some ways, I think. Uh, you know, Apple seemed to be shutting these guys down. I don't know if they ever get their money in the end. Yeah, I think there were, definitely it was bizarre. They'd go through a stage where it seemed plainly obvious that people were, you know, we can see that people are, are taking advantage of Temple Run's icon. Or, or there was one recently with a, like an Angry Birds. Clone. Yeah. Oh, there was the yeah. There was there were there have been a bunch Basically of, a chicken, of Angry Birds. Yeah. I mean, it looked, the idea, it, I mean, it may have actually been called Angry Chicken. Yeah. It, I think it was Angry yeah. Chicken, and it just seems. 
I guess it's a fine line then, you know, do Apple police the copyright world or, I just think that <clears throat> what's hard I think is to see a game like World Trail, which I believe is not that much money, 50, no, 99 cents, it's mm. be, not necessarily go that far in the charts. It's stayed longer than most, I think, since fall now. And then you see literally a temple on a clone go to number one in a day. Now, funny thing enough, funny thing is for me, is actually the whole hysteria that's caused by people like myself tweeting about it, you know, f discussing it in, with all the other, let's say, influencers out mm. there, is possibly half of the reason that these things get so much <laughs> momentum to get into that top yeah. 100 chart. Um, it's almost like you see something, you want to be the first to talk about yeah. how bad it is, and then that that's kind of serves a purpose for these guys to get out of the charts. But yeah, I mean, it's. I would love to believe that after the next iteration, that somebody would think it's worth trying to clone something about World Trail because then they believe that they're, you know, success. Funny enough, and I'm just, over the last few years, I've had to learn about PR and got excited by mm. PR, the idea of marketing. But, you know, I meet people all the time who, who think um, that World Trail was a massive success. Yeah. You read websites where it says, you know, World Trail, the massive success. Um, I mean, I'm looking here at this Xperia Sony smartphone um, advert that's going across the whole of Europe, and there's Welltravel as one of their key icons. I yeah. mean, it, it's so you know define success. I, I you know financially, if we if we were able to make games cheaper, I, if we weren't a hundred person studio with huge mm. overheads with a huge studio, we could have made that game for maybe seventy thousand pounds. Yeah, we'd be ten grand up by now. So actually. When we originally launched it, so, so we spent a lot more since. But I think um, I love this industry. I absolutely love it. It's so exciting. It's, it's, it's the reason I get out of bed. Yeah, how cool is it at the moment as well? There are so many little funds kind of coming around. I mean, clanking product plug here, but I mean, Keep obviously have a five thousand dollar per developer fund out there. Yeah. There's a bunch of people talking about small, you know, not necessarily ones that take equity or do anything along those lines. But I mean, as you said, if you could have made <coughs> Whale Trail for seventy grand, you know, for for Zynga or you know, MG Pop or any of those kind of big guys, like $5,000 is probably what they make. It's like the Christie Turlington quote, like yeah. they wouldn't get out of bed for that much money. But <laughs> if you're, you know, fresh out of college or still in college or know how to code, actually that's a couple of months salary. If you're living at home or- I think, they're, I think they're absolutely brilliant. I mean, you know, I see downstairs as us, um, I call it an app venture fund, mm. not a venture fund. Uh, you know, we choose to spend six hundred fifty thousand pounds every year on having an area that allows us to experiment and create products. Actually, release products. It's not an R and D unit. It's actually a making yeah. unit. And I think, funnily, so that is our kind of our investment. But I think when I go out and on um, and do talks, the number one question I get is asked is, "I've got an idea, but I'm not a developer. I'm not a designer. What do I do?" And I think actually, funds like the Keep Fund and the other funds like this. Are massively valuable, and I think you know your the guy your the funds problem is how do you get that awareness of that yeah. fund actually in the same way how I, as an app developer do get awareness of my app um, because there are loads of people with ideas who have no idea or don't have the funds to, to kick it off and and I mean there's some pretty dubious games I would say out there that seem to do pretty well yeah. and and so if people can get access to some money so at least they can put something out there, iterate it, chuck it out there. Like I was speaking to someone the other day actually who showed me an app, I'd, well, they'd made an app and they said, I'm not going to release it. Um, and I was like, well, why not? And they said, oh, it's, it's not that good. I said, you've got nothing to lose by actually just putting it out yeah. there. Someone might find it, you never know. So I think uh, I'm really massively behind uh, these, these funds. Also because then it stops people coming to me and expecting <laughs> me to make it for, for money. You're never tempted to become a VC, no? I, I, I can't get excited about 
I, I mean, I can I can get excited about the story of us doing the idea yeah. of, of us evolving, and and for me, you know, when I go out and I'm doing a talk in a couple of weeks over in Hungary um, about World Trail, I love this idea that we're able to to tell the whole story of, of our moving to game development mm. through the three or finally four big um, iterations, and I'm hoping hoping that there'll be a a financial success story at the end of that as well, yeah. but you know the story. The moral of the story is don't give up. Yeah. Um, you know we could have given up on World Trail after after those sales came down to like a thousand a day, but actually we thought this is just the beginning of this journey. Yeah. We're lucky that we can afford to continue working there. And for me, I just I just feel it's an unfinished story. So um, no, I, I, I couldn't be a with a lot of the team here. I mean, some of the other uh, you know the other directors have often talked about this idea that you could incubate other people's st- mm. small startups. And the bottom line is that well has taken, you know, people might say that we, you know, we've got access to unlimited funds. Well, I know, and I remind them that it's our money. We, yeah. We've spent eight years bit hard grafting, working to build a studio, and we're now giving back to the community as well as trying to produce our own products. Um, oh, Christ, I totally forgot what I was saying. But yeah, sorry, but, but the amount of time I have to personally spend in, in actually getting out there, promoting, mm. meeting journalists, not just meeting them in a sort of using way, but meeting them wanting to understand, yeah. talking to other developers, get you know, out for beers, and you're living that life. And I think, uh, for me, I live well, child, I live us too, and I don't see how I could live somebody else's product in that same way. It yeah. would be more of a job in that respect. And I think, for me, I can be very honest because I am generally being honest yeah. about it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in and backing our own things and seeing how that goes. Um, and post, I mean, okay, obviously the Whale Trail app uh, update is, is, is coming pretty yeah, soon. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the next stage, I mean, is there planning in place for another game, other apps? You know, yeah, we're working on um, a puzzle game at the moment. Cool. Um, something, uh, one of the guys, and this, this is literally as simple as some of these concepts are, is one of the guys here that's been with us for many, many years, just... I don't know, he was just kind of a little lost in the studio and lost in terms of what he was doing for the clients. He has a certain skill in terms of user interface, in terms of those touches, those, those amazing little moments. Path, for example, is an app where everyone talks about the user interface. It's lovely little subtle, subtle animations. This guy is the master of that. And I kind of said, well, look, this would be a real shame if we're never able to actually utilize those skills properly. Let's create a puzzle game. Let's create something that everything you touch turns to magic. I, yeah. want, I want this to be the, literally the, the manifesto was make me the most beautiful puzzle game that there can possibly be. I don't give a shit about having to make money. I I mean, I believe that if we focus on making something amazing with a unique selling point, whether that be it's just the most beautiful, will will definitely give us awareness. Uh, We've we've been prototyping that in Flash, actually. We're doing a lot of, we're just just through our third iteration now of of user testing. Um, We've got two parallel ideas that we're running at the moment. The idea is to pretty much complete it uh, to a very high level on Flash, maybe even push that out on the web then to get some kind of proper uh, feedback then, and then we build it on for iOS. But the idea, you know, I want that pocket perfection. I, I think puzzle games represent uh, an, an area of gaming that is very wide street, uh, is very mainstream. Mm. Um, some of the guys here are have observed over the years the obsessively playing these games. So I've said if. Your 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 sort of remit is to make these guys want to play your game. If you play it, I believe yeah. that there's a chance we'll be successful. And it's already coming on. This, the, you know, they're beautiful, uh, you know, simple, simple sort of puzzle games that can have ongoing development in it. And uh, oh, 
it's going to be it's great. I'm excited by it because I want to showcase the user experience side of the studio with a with a logic, of course, a mathematical logical yeah. puzzle game. But it's going to be amazing. It's going to be all about sound effects. It's going to be about every every touch will come to life. So that's I've said it has to be, and I believe it will be because the guy that's on it is the main sort of driver of it. Is is incredibly good. Yeah, it sounds amazing, actually. I mean, I think Path. I always the one thing I always show to people when when I show to them for the first time is the clock. I mean, yeah, it follows down. Yeah, it's just, and that it also winds around based on the time that you know that the people post that. That, touch. Li that little touch to me makes the app almost more than anything else. It's like that they put the, the time and effort in to go. What are we, we just have to put this in. We just yeah. have to put this clock in, and it'll wind. I mean, it's, that, it's, it's. I come back to Weltrot again, and, and actually one of the things we we partnered with a, um, a very famous, well, a famous band member called Griff mm. Reese from the Super Furry Animals, yeah. a big Welsh band, a few years back. And he came up, um, he wrote actually a soundtrack for Worldtrack that you can also buy on iTunes and we were, it's actually within the game, you're listening to yeah. the soundtrack. Um, and that's been a huge success for us as well in terms of getting that sort of promotion within the music world. But he came up with this little tiny sound effect which was just, I can see my house from here. And every time you do a flip, or every fifth time you do a flip or a loop the loop, he says, I can see my house from here. And that is actually, this, that is almost like that path moment yeah. that you said then. We couldn't have, we didn't conceive that idea. We didn't say, we want that. It just was there, but actually, that's the bit that most people comment on the game. Yeah. So it's like finding that clock moment, finding that I can see my house from here moment is what I'm trying to, which is kind of what we're saying for the puzzle game, is we need that moment at every turn. Yeah. At every turn, and and as a byproduct, <clears throat> if it doesn't make money, the beauty thing for me is that it's gonna we're gonna create a product that we can showcase to our clients to say the reason this is so wonderful is because of all these touches. Yeah. Let's let's. Why don't you, you know, let us have a bit more budget to actually include some of this into into yeah. your build so that your products become even more beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Before we finish up, just one um, question in terms of other games that are out there. In terms of, you know, I mean, that amazing user experience yeah. and those little touches. I mean, is there anything that you've downloaded or anything that you've played or used, you know, comparatively recently that's made you go, yeah, these guys have got something. You know, whether it's big, I'm massive, uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously, Path as we mentioned has, has done. You know, incredibly well, but yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I've been. It's a tough question. I mean, you know, I always kind of. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not massive. I'm not so much. A, I wouldn't say I'm a gamer. Mm. I'm. A, I'm a kind of an an app person. So I will download a lot of things just to taste a little a little lick of it. Yeah. Just a little lick of that pain. And I can appreciate lots of things. Zombieville Two is something that I've been playing a lot of yeah. as a game, and um, I just find uh, I don't know if you played it, but yeah. it's just all about killing zombies. But the animation is absolutely wonderful. It just feels good. The sound effects are brilliant. It's got that kind of every time I I shoot, I feel good <laughs> in my heart, and that's that's that kind of clock factor. <clears throat> Funny enough, I spoke to developer Zombieville Two, and I said, "Why is there no in-app purchase here? I don't have the time as a developer to play all so long that I can get that yeah. big gun." And he said to me. That he hadn't built the game for people who, who wanted in a post. He built it for people who wanted to play games, which I found interesting, but at the same time, there are a number of people like myself that don't have the time to yeah. spend hours in. So I really like that. Um, you know, <coughs> funny enough, Jetpack Joyride <coughs> yeah. came out actually, I think it's pretty much, oh no, it didn't, uh, sorry, Jetpack Joyride came out a few months before Weltra, and of course that was a very successful mm. runner. And, and the, I mean, I absolutely love those guys. I mean, Heartbreak of. Absolute gods. I, yeah. I, I speak to them a lot now. I really respect what they've done. They've created, I mean, they are the masters. So that's wonderful. Um, in terms of user experience, though, I kind of went back to basics. And I, I, being not a massive gamer myself in the past, I had never really played things like Bejeweled that much. Yeah. Um, 
but Bejeweled Blitz, I started playing recently. Um, I dare say that's a kind of a, a part of the reason I sort of wanted to subconsciously move into puzzle games as well. <laughs> but there was just something just about, again, it's like every, it's such a simple premise, but I know it's really old now, of course, but every sort of, every click just felt good. It just yeah. felt right. Now that just, just, I think as simple as that, that jewel drop onto the top of one another, had the sound was so, so right. And I think it just, I don't know, it just got me into that. Uh, I mean, I, I, I love lots of things. Path I love, I don't really use it anymore. I mean, really, the app I use the most is things like Twitter. I just absolutely love yeah. it because because it's a utility that you use every day. Um, yeah, everything else I kind of drop. Point. I drop it. Oh, it's kind of got so many. I feel like I'm. I'm sure you do the same. I'm spending endless time just deleting and, and yeah, downloading new games. And, I mean, I think Twitter and Spotify are the two that I would literally just spend. You know, I mean, I've practically burnt a hole in the screen of the iPhone from touching where those two icons are. No, so. I think you're 100 right. Spotify is a is an incredible service. I cannot live without it. And the apps that they're doing now are amazing. You know, I mean, it, 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 in terms of just even discovering new music, you know, we are hunted, and even just being able to look at the Guardian reviews and go click, I'll listen to this. Yeah, and I've listened to some awful rubbish, <laughs> to be honest. But you know, <laughs> oh, I've also found some amazing, amazing music. So oh, it's incredible, absolutely incredible. But I just. <clears throat> The, the, uh, coming back to, to kind of mobile gaming has allowed people like myself, companies like us two, who are not versed in gaming, don't have a history, a huge history in gaming, yeah. to move into it. It's really opened up the world. It's such a it's such a fantastic industry to be in now that you know anyone really, especially if you've got access say, to the five thousand pound keep fund, can actually have a go. Yeah. And you don't know there is no way of gaming the app store long term. Like if everyone knew how to make the ultimate hit, they would make it and it yeah. would be. I mean, I think it's fair to say Angry Birds now do have a, a sort of winning formula that's undoubtedly going to continue yeah. for a long time. But I think, you know, Whale Trail, people thought would be a massive hit, it wasn't. That was the beauty, I think, of this of this app game is that, you know, we believe we had all the ingredients, we got it wrong. That's fun for me. Yeah. That's a, you know, I'll tell that story forever and, I, and that keeps me going for the next game. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully the puzzle game will be will be bigger and bigger. Well, fingers crossed. We look forward to seeing it. And listen, thanks a million for your time. It's been pleasure. Uh, Thank an absolute you. pleasure. The, the handshake. Yeah, it's absolutely. Done. Thank yeah. You Audio much. handshake. Um, but it, it, it happened, I promise. Uh, well, listen, thanks a million to Mills from us to download Whale Trail. You won't regret it. Um, and listen to the song as well, because it is uh, pretty brilliant. Um, and loop to loop enough time so that you can uh, hear, I can, I can see my hands from here. Um, so yeah, with well, thanks again to the folks from, from SoundCloud.com who are also amazing. Uh, we'll be back again pretty soon talking to uh, a whole bunch more interesting people. So yeah, take care, have a good day, and goodbye.